Okay. Oh shit. Okay, that's Hello. way better. Hello, but Jenna. As soon as you start going, it makes a massive difference. Yeah. The date is June, tw- July twenty first, twenty nineteen. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm really good. Your shirt is insanely orange. I've never. I mean, quite. Yeah. I brought a yellow shirt to um, Europe. Yeah. And all the mosquitoes thought that I was just an enormous piece of fruit. And so whenever I wore the yellow shirt, I would just be covered in like flies and mosquitoes and stuff. Different insects. So I just stopped wearing that shirt on my trip. Where are the mosquitoes the worst? It's <sighs> a great question. I'm going to guess the Amazon. <laughs> but- in- in, in Europe, terms of anecdotal um, evidence, yeah. In terms of anecdotal evidence, I yeah. would guess like the um, the interior of BC. If you go camping, really? anywhere you go camping, I'm not a big camping guy. I, every single time I've gone camping, it's rained. That sucks. Yeah, it's camping's kind of crazy, especially when you're an adult and you like choose to go camping because you're literally let's say you have like a nine to five job and you only have like three weeks of vacation time and you choose to spend like a week of that camping if it rains like you're literally gambling where this could be a great time or you could just hate you're just kind of just a a homeless guy and it's raining yeah a lot of things are like that though like if you book a trip like six months in advance Mm -hmm. what happens if you're horribly sick the day of your flight that would suck. And now you got to go on this trip that you've paid like so much money for. First mm-hmm. day, you're so sick. Yeah. That would be horrible. It would, but. Yeah. But there's also the uh, the fun idea of like, wow, I'm sick in Zimbabwe. Very cool. Anytime <laughs> you're abroad, being abroad is way better just because like anything that happens to you just feels more exotic. Like I would get McDonald's in Europe and I'm like, this is European McDonald's though. Right. So. Yeah. Ooh la la. It's, it's, uh, it's the upper crust. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, food. everybody else is like, it's the same people who go to McDonald's everywhere. Likely. Highly likely. And uh, you're included in that club. Yeah. For a split second, I'm a local. Yeah. I'm not getting like whatever crepes in Paris. No. McDonald's in Paris is where it's at. Is that what you did? No. But originally I had like a, not a rule, but a idea that I wanted to try McDonald's in every country that I visited. Mm-hmm. But on this last trip, I just went to too many, like just just like two days new country, two days new country, and it's like you can't have McDonald's. You can have McDonald's once if you like are going somewhere to one country for a month. I'll have McDonald's mm-hmm. once in that time, mm-hmm. but if you're having McDonald's every two days, that's far too much. That's a lot. Because yeah. there's only six meals per country. You want to spend <laughs> one of those on McDonald's? Gross. Probably like any of them. Like a food you could get anywhere, I doubt it tastes different. Does it doesn't. It, taste, it no, doesn't? No. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So some, really some countries have like um, specialty okay. dishes, okay. but I don't even try those. I just get like a double cheeseburger and I'm like, is this different here? No, it never is. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, just stick with the uh, unique local cuisine. Yeah. Just to get the most. It was a funny, I did it as a joke first, but the joke's not funny anymore and I'm still doing it. So I think I'm going to end, I'm going to end the bit. Mm -hmm. End the bit. (laughs) When do you know to end a bit? It's not funny anymore. Right. Or you could push through and then it eventually becomes funny again. It's known as the Letterman approach. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. When did Letterman do that? I don't know. I think maybe in like the 90s when, you know. He would just tell a joke, and he knew it sucked. He didn't write it, so he would just keep hammering it for, like, the rest of the monologue or whatever. Just that one joke. How do you feel, like, when you're a talk show host of something and people are getting... Like, he must agree to all jokes, no? You're making it sound like he... They wrote him a joke that he doesn't think is funny. Do you think Do you think they agree to all jokes? They probably... Do you now think that they I think about it, jokes? they probably have to sign off. They definitely aren't like vehemently against a joke and they're right. forcing them to do it. No, but like, do they, did they think they're being funny all the time? Like maybe they're not. They're entertaining. Mm. They're obviously entertaining. That's why they have that job. A lot of, I mean, I don't know if I, I would want to do that job. It's, it's just, crazy to me that talk show, talk shows are still a thing. Like it seems like there's an old antiquated but it's form. like they do things on them. There's all sorts of games and events. Or yeah, like I know. Ellen like scares people and stuff, <laughs> and people love it. People and then do like this. Is what I they understand. give things away too to the audience. That's what I don't understand about those shows. That people very much love them, but I can't stand them. They're so boring <laughs> to me. 
Like, I don't want to see fucking the Kardashians play Jenga. Like, I don't care about that. You don't care about Jenga? I don't, don't want to play Jenga with my own family. Why would I want to see you play Jenga? I mean... It's also, like, it's the same typecast of person that's... Any up-and-coming famous person that goes on a talk show, they're always just this agreeable, slightly quirky person who's just like you. Like, oh, I was parking the other day, and I spilled my coffee! Ah! That's the worst, isn't it's, it? And then the and then the talk show hosts be like, "That's a crazy interesting story. Tell me more about that." As if they haven't talked about it before yeah. at eleven a.m. that day. It's very hard for them to keep. Like, there's so much pressure on them to keep a conversation going and have like no pauses at all. It's so unnatural. It's very unnatural. Yeah, and like just people. And are also, it's at like, like it's such bites. It's such a bite-sized piece of life that you'll never get like the real deal. Mm-hmm. That's why podcasts. Shout out podcasts are so much better because it's like completely unedited and it's just two people talking just mm-hmm. hanging out and you get like a full scope of what they're talking about but if it's complete so, all right we're going to talk about your dog then we're going to talk about your starbucks story and then if we have the extra 30 seconds you can talk about your makeup line and then that's what they, they agree with them oh like for that? sure yeah. yeah definitely and then it's four minutes and they're like all right uh we have to actually go to commercial so bye mm-hmm. and then they're gone and there's a new person in the seat mm-hmm. like it just seems I mean, you can do, like, YouTube channels now that can get celebrities on to do talks and stuff. Like, that Hot Ones thing. Yeah. I watch that well, quite that's way better now. because that's also, they have, like... Feels like they have, way, like, a lot more time, more time to talk. Yeah. And way less, like, they're not bound by, like, the corporate TV structure. Yeah, they can swear. It's run by, like, old dudes who mm-hmm. are, like... They grew up on, like, 50s TV where if someone was pregnant on TV, it was, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That was really that was um you know the uh show i love lucy it's like the first sitcom ever i've heard of it yeah i've never seen an episode so that was like a big point of contention is that it's either the main character or like one of the girls on the show got pregnant in real life mm-hmm. and like well we just have to postpone the season like we just can't have you being pregnant on because then people will know you had sex and that's terrible like How it's impossible you? for a woman yeah you know but uh then she fought it and then they just did a whole either a whole season or like a whole episode about pregnancy or where she was pregnant and it was like a big deal it was yeah it was a big deal yeah they were right about that like it well i mean it was just like a landmark because no one would ever think that someone could be pregnant on tv and they were like i'm sure there were like picketers and stuff picketers pick your battles you fucking picketers. i know man they're for picketers they're pretty bad at that no what for who picking their battles Yes, picketers. I think it's just if you have all the time in the world, you and you're a known picketer. It's like you just got to fill up the schedule. Mm-hmm. A schedule of like who's picketing where and when. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Have you ever gone to like a protest or a, anything of that sort? No, it has crossed my mind though. Uh, on what topic? It hasn't crossed my mind very seriously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just I to guess go that's just to go. Why I haven't done it yet? Because mm-hmm. there hasn't been anything significant enough that I'm like, wow, I should actually. I mean, there are lots of things that I care about to, but mm-hmm. to protest. Maybe it's because I don't think they'd make a difference. I think that's why I don't go as well. Yeah, I think all those people in the street. I mean, but I don't know. It doesn't make a difference. I don't know. Because is it I, the protest or is it just the overall movement? Of like, well, the protests are a big part of it. It's the like protests are. it's real life. It's people showing out because you you know you read all that stuff on Twitter, and then right. if you actually go, they sh- shut down Main Street. You're like, God damn it, what is this about? And then you find out. In Edmonton, there were these guys. Um, there's a loop. There's like a uh, there's a highway that goes around the city in a full circle. Mm-hmm. It's called the Anthony Henday. The what? It's called the Anthony Henday. Okay. Yeah, and a bunch of people in Edmonton were protesting the the pipeline not going through that's, and stuff. That's the one thing they protest here all the time. It's the only process yeah. I've ever seen where they like shut down stuff. But the way they were protesting was a, a whole bunch of people. Like I think like a, I don't know how many, but I want to say hundreds of people. Like just all driving trucks at like forty miles an hour around this loop, hmm. so that nobody could get by. So this highway, the speed limit's 110, and everyone in this pack is driving 40, so no one can get through. Very annoying. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know how I feel about stuff like that. It's like you're inconveniencing so many regular people. Right. And it's like, if it's the pipeline, like, I don't know what the goal is there. It's the goal is I'm going to make everybody's day worse so they'll agree with me. It's an outrageous, yeah, I could, like it was Seems such weird. negativity. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I was I watching. Want that um, to reflect on all people like in Edmonton, but I thought that was like not. I was watching move. some uh, skateboarding videos last night. Yeah. And like, if I see people, it's it's weird because I'll see skateboarders out and they'll be doing like hood rat shit, and I'm like, classic old guy, like these damn kids. What are they doing here? Fucking kids. But then if when I watch the skate videos, I'm like, yeah, hood rat shit, I love that. But. A like common occurrence is them because you just gotta trespass to skate most places, and like there's no skateboarding signs everywhere, mm-hmm. so security guards will just come up and try to do their job. Like, hey, you guys can't sta- skate here, and they're like, "Fuck you!" And they'll just be super mean to these security guards. You think those really? Yeah, like I in this video I was watching last night, they're like, they have this part of the street like cordoned off for mm-hmm. I don't know construction or something, and the guys just move the gates. And then the security guards try to move them back because they're like, God, you can't skate here. Like, there's shit going on. And then he just took the gate and just, like, fucking chucked it, like, across the street or something. Shit. And I was like, that's really rude. I don't know You're if that, like, reflects dick. on skateboarders very well. Like, I would just, like, be like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, skate there till they tell you to go. Yeah. And then just move on. Like, that's not, like, that can't be the only place you could be skating. I don't know. Or come back another day. Like, it's, I don't know. It's very weird. Like, because... I am a big fan of breaking the rules and like it is fun to break the law. Yeah, it seems like then, a harmless thing. Like but if I mean I'm I don't know this story. But then directly, once you're causing harm it's like what are you doing, pal? Yeah. I don't know. So what's uh what's your beef with Happy Planet again? That they use plastic packaging when they're claiming to be very health conscious and stuff. exactly my beef. But is health conscious and environmental conscious not, well, I, not linked? I would insinuate from the term of the name of the company, Happy Planet, that, Happy they're, Planet, trying, that right. they're trying to be environment it's, it's conscious. A mis- it's a misleading name. Yeah, I just yeah. think... I was about to say it's okay to be like a soulless corporation, but I don't even think that's okay. But it is like very ingrained in our society that we like, you know, you deal with that all the time. You think they're soulless? I think most companies are soulless. Mm. That you just, you know, their main job is to make money and that's it. Well, they have to be making money to sustain themselves. That's true. So that has to be one of the main goals. But just because you're making money doesn't mean you can't still be a good company. That's true. But I think in order to make money, lots of most companies will compromise any sort of moral code just so they can make more money. You can cut corners for sure. Exactly. Um, just to, so that yeah. bothers me a little bit, but that's just how it is. What bothers me more though, is when, uh, companies try to pose themselves like they're not acting like that. Mm-hmm. And then they are keep in mind, I've never done any research on happy planet, so they right. might be doing great work. But what I do know is that, Every product that Happy Planet sells comes in a plastic bag, and then that plastic will definitely just end up in, like, a turtle's throat. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make it sound like it, like right. you're doing a good thing by buying this. Yeah. But really. Gotta think of the packaging, too, for sure. Yeah, so why would you buy it? I don't know if it's it? any different. I, because it was at the low-income grocery store, so if I didn't buy it, then they were just going to throw it out. Oh. Bit of a, uh, bit of a moral shortcut there you can kind of buy whatever you want there because you know if it isn't sold it's going exactly where it would be going after me anyway mm. know what i'm saying i know what you're saying it's the same as buying clothes i, I dig buying uh secondhand clothes just because there's no guilt associated because like the the money's right. already been spent on that the right the, the levi's isn't getting any money from me buying these levi's jeans right Interesting. I've never really thought about that in terms of buying second. I mean, for some reason, yeah, I'm surprised. Like, or maybe it has, just not for a long time. But I mean, you do vote with your money. Very much so. so. It's kind of the only way you can vote. Yeah, it's the closest thing to international voting. I yeah, guess. like that's really shows more than anything, like like what people want, or just who markets the best. It's probably a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Marketing's outrageous how it just gets in people's heads. And it's weird because, like, 
when you consciously think about it, you'd think like, oh, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like if some if I see someone drink Coca Cola, I'm not compelled. Mm-hmm. But then they just that's why they spend so much because they have to keep drilling it. Like they, I took, well, it was either an advertising course or like something to that effect in first year university. And they said like the goal for most companies is to have you, when you think soda, you don't think soda, you think Coca-Cola. Right. And when you think car, you think Toyota. Like they want the brand to come first right. before. They like want Kleenex. The end goal is Kleenex, Q-tip, Band-Aid. Yeah. yeah. Skidoo. Skidoo. Yeah, those companies have literally dominated. Yeah. The Kleenex motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. No one's actually some people do, but they're like, keep has that Heinz. Excuse me? Ketchup. Ah. Pass that Heinz. (laughs) (laughs) Could be a number of condiments though. Mm. I don't know if Heinz is quite it. I still I would say ketchup. I would also say ketchup. Which is why Heinz has not yet succeeded. Heinz has not succeeded, no. Maybe if they become come with a new condiment, just called the Heinz. The Heinz. <laughs> what would it be? Just everything they make put together. Just the slops off the ground in the factory. Gross. Yeah. That's not what I want in my hot dog. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what else there is, though. There's like... I mean, I bet a condom brand would love to do that. It was like Trojans. I think Trojans is the leader Trojans in that is sector. The leader? What about lifestyle? It's not what comes that's, to I mind. I guess Trojan is the best, is the closest. That's the do first you, one that came to mind. Do you? Least. I think I might have asked you this before, but do you? Are you loyal to a certain condom brand? Absolutely not. They all feel like shit. I'm pretty they all much feel terrible. Just, no, yeah, like I just. Uh, I try to find one. I'd love to find one. That was good. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is. You know what's crazy about condoms is that they've just been the same technology for like the past 40 years. Mm-hmm. So like, and they keep, it's the same thing with like uh, razor blades. Like mm-hmm. every year there's some, they make it seem like there's some sort of breakthrough that they've found. Where it's like new fucking Gillette technology. Look out. It's going to be, it's changing the face of shaving, but it's the same stuff. Like there's no new razor blades. It's all just... They just have a different handle now. Yeah. And they fooled everybody. And they also tricked you, um, like Gillette with the five blade thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently one blade is just better for your skin. You got a better shade. Shave. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I have a one blade razor now. I bought like a men's store. Like one of those like flippy Sweeney Todd ones? No, it still looks like a regular razor. Okay. It just has one blade. The blades are a lot cheaper. But at the store, they did teach you how to do a straight razor shave on yourself. Cool. It's like a course, and they sell all the gear, you know? Mm-hmm. With, like, a foam shaving cream brush, et cetera, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just in case you want to feel cool by yourself while you're I shaving. Mean, I've t- I mean, I still feel like I can't... Like, I can grow an okay beard, but really, I wanted it to be, I've always wanted it to be a little bit thicker. Yeah. And before doing something like that, it feels so like I need a really thick beard to earn the ability to shave like that. And I don't feel like my beard is, has ever gotten to that point where I feel that way. Is this like you at max velocity right now? I don't know. It's been a week or so. Oh, that's pretty good for a week. Yeah. But like, it's not like I'm Italian or anything. Are Italians good at growing beards? The only pe- man. Do you ever go to junior high with Italians? Uh, I knew one Italian guy, and his facial hair was—it wasn't bad, but it was nothing to write home about. They're the hairiest people. Interesting. I think they're the hairiest people of all peoples. It's wow. like I had, especially uh, one kid in particular. In Do you think grade. white people are the hairiest um, of all the races? No. Who's the hairiest race? Overall, Italians. Okay, so white people do hold the crown. Okay, then yeah, sure. But maybe more on average, though. Because you have some very hairless whites as well. Yeah, I, I don't hear know. I Lithuanians like overall, are famously like not very hairy. When you're saying white people, there's just so many different kinds. Like saying there's so many different kinds of Asian people. Right. you got to be more and specific. I would say That's most why. Asian people are not hairy at all. Right. Overall. Yeah. I'm just saying Italians are hairy because I had a friend in eighth grade 
who could grow the thickest beards and like do all kinds of crazy things like i he can staircase you know like he could staircase chin strap what are you talking about right now do you know what i mean no <laughs> he could do a stick like a cuz he can grow a thick full beard when okay. we're 14 okay a man's beard and like it's so much so that like it's so thick even when it's like pretty short he would do these he'd do all kinds of crazy different sideburns and chin straps because oh, he could do these things that sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he like you know you can just draw things in your beard basically mm-hmm. when your hair is so like precise yeah yeah i uh I didn't know any Italians like this, but there were lots of Punjabi kids in my high school. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because, like, it's all these... They're, like, grown men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they're all, like, 6'2", ripped, and uh, full beards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just looked like guys who went to the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. Probably because they did. I know a lot yeah. of them did steroids, steroids as well. I don't know if that's a specifically Punjabi thing, though, or just... I just noticed with them. Yeah. Anyways, the whole yeah, the whole rip thing is just on you. But six two, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Anyways, it was just funny because there's all these like everybody else who's just like sixteen year olds. You know what a sixteen year old looks like, and then these grown men just going to school together. It's always a weird mix when there's uh, people are at different stages of puberty. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. We were uh, we were talking about something about corporations. I had another thought, but I've since forgotten. Something about corporations with the happy planet and them mm-hmm. doing good. But, but it's not a, doing after good we were talking time. about happy planet. Hmm. Gillette. Oh, yeah. The um, condoms. How they. Oh, yeah, the condoms. They don't. Uh, they, no one's like made a better condom. They always say, yeah. like, we, oh, it's 40% thinner. It's, I th- feel like it's one of those things like finding. Uh, like where, uh, what causes autism? Like mm-hmm. these questions that you feel like science should know the answer to. Yeah, science but doesn't know what causes autism at all. No. Interesting. Yeah. There's a. Um, they have some ideas. Wasn't it vaccines? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it just all like vaccines? That. Yeah. Um. But yeah, condoms is up there for me too. I don't know why we. Haven't they've also they've out. been working on male contraception for essentially all of time. Yeah, but it's just never gonna happen. I don't think. And I was in my women's psych class one time, and I don't. We were talking about contraception, and me saying um, that I would be I would take male contraception if it were available. The whole class clapped. It was me and a whole what? class of girls. Yeah, they thought. I was forward thinking because of that. Like, I feel like they just had a poor idea of how men think. Yeah. It's not, it's not for you guys. Yeah, It's a weird thing. (laughs) Yeah. It was really, it's also, that's kind of the beauty of being a dude is like when it comes to male to female relations, you kind of have all socially, you have all the power where like, it's on you to make the first move. It's on you to move forward. And as a girl, if you would like to move forward, you kind of just have to, give signals and signs i mean you could but it's just not as socially acceptable it's obviously different now what do you mean signals and signs i've never seen one of these signals or <laughs> <laughs> you know like touch the side of someone's arm or go like <laughs> when I they laugh at a joke it's just an accident me too <laughs> <laughs> i've heard about these signs i've never seen one myself yeah, i've never seen a sign <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> but yeah but they yeah, all clapped. Oh, it was outrageous. Why would the? I don't even understand. Like, how would they I also think made that? A girl like, cry. What? Uh, not on purpose. I. Uh, they were just saying, at one point, it's just like for some. After that, I was just like, why do I even speak out in class? Like the, these girls. I, I University just said, very. Oh, go ahead. So, um, the, someone said. You shouldn't. Okay, so they're they're talking about when you're playing video games, um, there's like kids who say like they're gonna like rape you or something right. like. And I'm just, familiar. You're familiar with this issue. Yeah. Yeah, and so they're like, I thought that was like censoring freedom of speech or like trying to, I don't like just, you shouldn't like they take these things so seriously, and I just think people who play video games, like they they're just talking shit. You yeah. Know? And if you don't want to listen to that, don't play the game or just turn or the audio off. Mute. 
Yeah, mute. <laughs> you don't want to listen Furries. to that. In fact, Whatever. that they think like it's root, like a rooted issue of like culture that boys think they can say this about girls or something like that. And, um, Let's be clear, though. It's <clears throat> it's always guys on guys. Yeah, pretty much. It's always guys on guys. In anyways. a Call of Duty yeah. lobby. But I think the issue was that like some girl who was playing, and then they were talking shit just the same, and she oh, takes okay. it personally because I'm a girl and doesn't get that. This is like I would say the exact same thing. Doesn't matter if you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually very equality. They're actually yeah, very forward know, thinking. Exactly. In, in saying that they're gonna rape you, yeah. they're very forward thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a girl and a girl cried, cried and ran out of the room. Hmm. And then another girl left to go console her. Okay. Yeah, because she compared it to like, she said, "What if you're like." Uh, Posting a bomb threat on Facebook or something. It was a weird thing. Okay. She said, and like, would that not be like, should you be able to say that? Mm, you, sh- you should be able to say that, but also you should be able to suffer the consequences she of thought, saying like, that. like, threatening to rape somebody is threatening violence in the same way that just posting on Facebook, mm. I have a bomb, is also threatening violence. Um, hmm. I don't think they're the same. I also think that there's, um, it's kind of like agreed upon that like this none of those threats are sincere online really they're not sincere yeah it's like if you say i have a bomb and i'm gonna explode someone on facebook just as like our status is still a thing on facebook the statuses are a thing okay if you, if you just post a feed, status yeah. hey this address bombs coming bomb. bombs coming <laughs> yeah what's happening but if you do that there's a yeah it's it's just known that if you go online on a video game it's like a toxic environment that's just how it is what if you post it on facebook like bomb I'm threats are a weird someone? thing or just or just like threatening to bomb a plane or something what would happen i don't know do you think people do you think we should do that right now seriously? to, to <laughs> check <laughs> i think it depends if people knew you you're a goofy wacky goofster if you were like an edge lord no but if you're just like derek yeah, and he was like, "Hey, gonna go blow up flight seven three one." Yeah, so I was like, like, "Oh, Derek, everything all right? Is he all right at this time? Like he had all the facts." Mm-hmm. You think they would like the airport would take it seriously? Oh, for sure, they would definitely. The airport would take. If they it, found if you, out about that, they're like, right. "You're not getting on this fucking flight. Are you kidding me?" Yeah, dude. If you even say not, the word bomb, not he's not getting on the flight at all, but the flight just in general. Like, like you're just posting something on Facebook saying, I'm going to bo- blow up this flight because you just get all the information. They'd probably investigate. They would probably investigate. They would absolutely yeah. investigate. Interesting. So it is a little bit different than just talking shit on, in a video game. Hmm. Yes, but if you were in a video game and you said, I'm going to blow up this real flight. <laughs> <laughs> it would happen so quick. Like a post stays on there. Yeah. And uh, you're just saying, <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> By the way, if anyone playing this game at this exact time. Just doing Denver to Idaho. <laughs> don't get on that flight. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I do know that, um, I mean, as much as it's like all fun and games, I do think that like, online video game chat is like the most toxic shit ever mm-hmm. like it's like you take like 20 years you, if you want to like travel to 20 years in the past that's like how people thought you're allowed to talk go online like it's crazy mm-hmm. that's kind of what's fun about nintendo's or at least super smash is like you can't say anything to anybody there's no chat yeah yeah nintendo hasn't figured out voice chat yet no yeah which is almost better because like people suck yeah, especially online, just like a, any guy who can just play video games at like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, first yeah. of all, is 14 years old, mm-hmm. and second off, is an asshole. Like they're all so mean, <laughs> and they haven't they haven't learned that like like no one's been like you can't say this shit. That was the point of these girls. They think these boys are being raised poorly to think this way and say these things, and it's affecting like them as adults. And that's why, like the whole like, maybe it was linking back to like rapes in real life. Very maybe. Yeah, I we, I don't know because it, I'm sure some people are like, yeah, I was a little dick and I would call people retards yeah. online. But then you know, I grew up and I had some perspective. But then other people just never get out of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the time to say all this in class. 
and that's why she cried and ran out but like i feel like like i've thought about this moment quite a bit and just like their points and like i wish i had um like it's just tough to have a conversation when there's like 16 girls like i'm trying like right if i can just like lay it out like we're doing now i feel like i'm making a lot more sense yeah but um there's also i like, can also see their side and it's also especially in like a university setting yeah it's really easy to like step on some nerves especially when talking about those things because there's just certain buzzwords that people will hear yeah, and immediately it's... brain turns off super defensive like i remember very specifically um i had like a philosophy class or something and we we're talking about or was it advertising again who cares we were talking about like how i don't know if you've noticed this but usually when you get orders on like public transit or like any sort of thing you hear orders are from a man and information is from a woman mm-hmm. just because just they found that people like accept that type of stuff from that type of person easier orders and are from a man and what's from a woman information oh. so like don't stand near the fucking man guy okay. and then like to transfer to whatever it's a woman got it so We were talking like, well, if you were to make like the ideal, most broad reaching uh, face for advertising, would it be a man or a woman? And then the teacher's like, it's probably a man just because they're like seen as the leader. But this girl just was not having, she's like, no, a woman could do that. And she's like, I know a woman could do that. But on average, most people want to hear a man do that. And as unfortunate as it is, like that's how people's brains work because we have like the evidence of like who buys what yeah so many statistics of like and they can definitely test these things so so she was saying like this is what it shows and this woman just could not get it and i was like "Mm," like yeah i was arguing for that point and this one was getting like upset she's like no girls can do that i was like yeah yeah, that's not what we're disagreeing about yeah (laughs) but yeah just like people People have an issue with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like but the second you bring up the word I rape. Think, I think what the, maybe the point that's getting misconstrued there is what this girl is feeling that um, maybe there's something wrong. With, like, is it, is it in our control to feel that way? Or is it just how our culture is, stru- is structured that makes us uh, more susceptible to advertising? I think uh, the thing is, it's co- the like second one. It's the second one, so you don't have any control so over it right now. So I think right that's now. what that, that girl was frustrated with. Oh, it's that we don't have any control? Yeah. You think it's just like a brain thing? Yeah. Hmm. At least in our current society. But it, we're like we're not so – this wasn't a conversation about changing things. This is a conversation about how things are know, right now. Yeah, how things are, right. But I think that's like why she's frustrated with that because she thinks – like even if she wasn't explaining that, I feel like that has to be where she's coming from. Yeah. She just wasn't I agree. Able to put it into words, maybe. Yeah, people just they hear something they disagree with, and then it's, I I much prefer being able to talk about it as opposed to just like no, right? That's uh-uh. what I mean. Yeah. So I'm trying to like gr- like empathize with her and like see where she could have been thinking that she just couldn't explain herself. But I th- yeah, so, but I don't know the science. So like, is it actually like maybe it is that we just uh, don't. this is what my professor was saying. But yeah. this is also like three years ago now, so what the fuck do I know? Yeah. It makes sense. Makes sense that because uh, I thought of a man too when you said that. I thought of like a I don't know, one of the guys from like suits or something. Mm-hmm. Like Harvey Specter probably is like I can't I can't believe I haven't seen that guy in anything else because he is he just seems like the, like a John Hamm kind of poster boy, but just I've never seen I've never seen this show. You've never seen Suits? Mm-mm. Oh, dang. It's, it's like not that good, actually. <laughs> it's not that good. There's so, I, many, I there's so much shit like, out there. Yeah. Just can't do I it. I wouldn't recommend it. If you like, There's only so much time. It, it definitely feels like one of those procedurals where the main point is like, check out these lawyers yeah. doing <laughs> lawyer shit. Well, it's like one, one of them has superpowers, basically. What? Yeah. <laughs> he has like a photographic memory that's not human. Like oh. you're, he's a supercomputer brain. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't like that. lawyer shit anyway. Yeah, it's not like being a lawyer at all. There's certain shows, the like the procedural type of show where it just seems crazy to me that there's so many and people eat it up. 
man i after doing this job i have been thinking like i could so write a show based off some of the characters i work with mm-hmm. and like do a car sales short film car sales i think it'd be film. funny okay <laughs> well hop to it then yeah i think i might try and write something like that because man the characters i have in front of me are just so is like as in customers or your co-workers no and the stuff? co-workers more than customers okay. customers are like very predictable there's only you feel like i feel like i see the same kind of people all the time mm-hmm. but uh the guy yeah it's like just a quirky business mm. there's one guy that one of the new guys i feel like he's a little obsessed with me what do you mean um like he calls me master okay he asked for a recording of my voice and he said he thinks he might name his second child jonah does he already have a first child or is he like... He has a first child with uh, his ex-wife. He's 30 years old. Why is he so obsessed with you? What do you think it is? He's, I don't know if he... Like, he thinks I'm, re- he, I'm really impressive like with my ability to do the job, and I'm not even that good. I've only sold five cars this month. I'm just willing to teach the new kids. The okay. best guy isn't willing to teach the new kids at all. He, gives them no, he doesn't even give me the time of day, hardly. What do you mean by the time of day? Like, like he hardly talks to me. The guy who's the best. Okay. Does he have like his own cubicle? Not really. Like he has a better desk. Hmm. Um, but it's just like he, uh, I don't know. He doesn't, I've never made him laugh. That feels bad. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't really give me the time of day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh. I mean, I guess some of the new guys that's, chill, what, that's what it takes to be at the top. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you could, like, the, my managers are, like, they're, they made it up there, and they're funny dudes. Hmm. Um, how many new, How what's the turnover over there? It was, like, since I've been working there, I think seven people quit. It's been two months. It's a lot. Um, how many the, salesmen are there? Right now, we're overstaffed, because they keep, keep thinking people are going to quit, and they, uh. Oh shit, eight people. Eight people have quit. Um, there's not enough desks per people right now because there's three so new people. walking around. Yeah, three new people. Well, they we like share a desk. Okay. But yeah, there's three new people and they've all stuck. There was five and two of them quit. Okay. Oh, now there's four new people actually. There's this, other, like, this like I said, the newest guy. Is it all men? Uh, yeah, there was a girl working there when I was hired. Uh, there's girls in the finance office and accounting and doing pa- uh, other paperwork, and then there's girl receptionists. Why do you think that there are not girl sales? There was a girl women. sales girl when I started working there, but she quit and moved to Jeep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. She just wanted to sell more luxury cars. It's like Jeep, Dodge, Chrysler or something. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting I don't want to blame the brand. On why I can't sell cars, it's got to be you. There's people selling cars every day, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think you'd ever buy a Kia? Uh, only the electric ones. Why not the? Pretty sick. Why not the gas money. ones? I don't know. I just want to move in that direction. Like ideally, I'd like a Tesla. Really? Yeah, for sure. If I had the money. Interesting. Yeah. Don't you worry about road trips? No. Why not? They can go 400k. Yeah, but then you got to charge it for however long. They'll have a charger there. Like, you can get to Whistler on 400K, charge it at the hotel. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, though, like, you want to do cross-country. Yeah, they'll have charging stations. Or I'll take someone else's car. Okay. They still have a car for that kind of trip. The I car is so. for just trips within BC. I could probably still take it to back to Edmonton, but I'd just have to find... In your, comp- like, in your uh, screen on your car computer it tells you where the charging stations are oh there's a map it tells you where to go hmm yeah interesting yeah very interesting stuff it's helping you yeah i guess that's the way things are going right i think the best thing to do is cool electric car and then just like 500 hundred dollar beater just <laughs> in case <laughs> yeah. yeah i really don't like my car even though it's nice it's definitely a good a to b but it's uh I just hate the way it drives. It doesn't feel good. Interesting. There's so many little things. I don't think I've ever really driven like a truly fun car to drive. Mm. So I don't know. My last car I really liked. What was it? 
Honda CRV. Really? Yeah, I loved it. And it drove way better than your Mazda so CX-5, which is like the same thing. It's like uncomparable. The Mazda is this. It's like a fat kid <laughs> trying to run really fast. It's trying its hardest to fucking move. And it's this big. What year like, was the CRV? Beast. Huh? 2008. But this thing was like, it was, like seamless. You, uh, it was. It just felt more like an athletic guy not even trying to run. Huh. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. I always thought that all cars were essentially the same, especially like just like consumer level cars. Like I went to go test drive a CRV. Uh, When I first moved here, I was thinking I would sell this car and get something new. Mm -hmm. uh, So this car downstairs is legitimately like yours. Yeah. My mom sold it to me for a dollar. I sold the car back, the CRV to her for a dollar. Oh. And my car is probably only worth, like I definitely traded up, but she just didn't like i don't know no one was going to use it i got to pay the insurance and stuff you know so i'm just paying for like we did all that changed it all over Hmm. so so why didn't you get a crv if you're going to sell that i looked i looked at the crv didn't like how it drove and then i switched and drove the uh like a civic hatch and that Mm -hmm. thing is sick there was like a used one they had it uh it felt amazing so why did you switch? I just, uh, we just couldn't, uh, it was just not the amount of money I wanted to spend. Like, it was like 10 grand or something. Mm. Um, and I don't believe in financing, so it would no. have to be like, like, even though I could get, they were offering me 18.5 for the Mazda. Just keep the Mazda. Yeah, I know. It's just not worth it, you know? It's also like, at the end of the day, it's just a car. It's just a car. And also, yeah. like, any sort of stuff where you really got to think about it and do all this different stuff and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. better just to, like, continue with what you were doing. I think so. Especially, like, I just can't imagine people going in debt. JJ, my buddy who was here, was talking mm-hmm. about he wants to buy a $50,000 truck when he gets home and then give his Jetta to his girlfriend, which still has $20,000 in debt on it. What? Yeah. Why? How? Who? I really don't understand that. Me neither, man. But he was like, his mind was made up. He's buying a $50,000 car because he, to people, in people's minds, when they say, I can afford a car, it means I can afford what monthly payments I'd be taking on, not I can afford $50,000. It's a, it's a really dumb way to think. Very much in so. In my opinion. But it's I also like, of that. life is so volatile. Like, what happens if you can't afford those payments anymore right what happens if you don't want to afford those payments anymore like you can't move man i had these people coming in trying to sell their car um but they because they wanted to move somewhere but there's still two more years of payments they're already tight for money and um they were just trying to sell to get out of it to drop the interest rate um or just lower the payments overall and I'm like buddy people I think buying a car right now lots of people I think on average people value freedom so much less than like until they don't have it yeah why why do you want anyone chasing you for money if you don't have to be no nobody like I have like I try to pay off my credit card as quickly as possible do you anytime I take on stuff? Do you have any sort of debt, outstanding debt right now? No, I'm in the green. Like I have more savings than I do have debt. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, still working on that, the increasing that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But like it's uh, it's it's easy. Like he didn't even consider it debt. Like he doesn't think of it as that. It's just future payments. I don't know. Yeah, it's not like buying a house, though. It's so, like, because this thing that you're paying for at the end is worth nothing. It's worth nothing, and you're still paying as if it was worth $50,000. Yeah. It's like the payment should depreciate, like a, like a hockey contract or something. Like, as the car gets wor- uh, worse, like, can you mm. structure the contract that way? Where you're paying more up front, but less on the back end. It really stresses me out to think about that stuff. It, you know what it is? It's like it's giving up your ability to do whatever you want. Yeah. Because right now, both of us can kind of just do whatever we please. Exactly. Why do I, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, especially me. No, you could quit your job I could quit tomorrow, my job tomorrow and then do whatever you want. I just need the uh, 
I'm just taking the course right now to sell cars legally because I just have a temporary license right now. Okay. So as soon as I have that, which should be by next month, then I can work at any dealership and just go again. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then just move to Zimbabwe. Yeah, you only cars there. I think you have to renew it. Yeah, then I could move wherever. It just like because I don't want to not go through with that after I've already gone all this way. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. some pe- I d- just don't understand like how the agreed upon goal for everybody is like stay in one place, buy a house, yeah. get married, have kids. Seems like. Uh, there should be alternatives that are agreed upon that are fun. Other end goals. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to do any of these things. You can, but like... what makes these people want... I mean, sometimes kids happen without the necessary... I think people just underestimate how much money you need for kids. And they're just like... It's like 200 grand. Yeah, but they just feel like I'm getting old. I'm going to run out of time. There's no way I'm ever going to have the money for this, so... Let's just do it. And it's hope the, for the fear best. of it's the fear of future regret. Yeah, which is actually understandable. Like, don't suck to be on your deathbed and just be like, "Well, it's just me. Bye." Mm-hmm. But then again, even what if you want that? Do want to just hang out? I want kids, and I think if I do ever, I might adopt. Mm. Yeah, but mostly I'd like to adopt puppies. That'd be cool. Yeah, and you could just put little like um, you could just print some pictures of human babies and then just put them on the the puppy's face. I'd be, not that I'm not very happy in your company, but if there were a puppy on your lap right now, that mm-hmm. would make me a lot happier. Agreed. Yeah. They're that just would just great. like, yeah, if this, we just had like a really chill puppy, low energy, just wants to hang out with us. Right. You could even sit on the table. That'd be great. Right here. Yeah. And he's just being a friend. You could get a dog. I don't have the time. Okay. I have too much to do. If I ever get a job, I need either the savings to take, like, to just have anything that I'm not away from home. For the first two months minimum, you have to be there all the time. Yeah. Taking on a new puppy. Otherwise, you should just get, like, it's a lot of responsibility, especially for the, you got to get them into a routine. Kind of fits into what we were talking about before. That's another thing that would be, that's always why I didn't want pets is, like, you have to be home every day. And my sometimes plants are dead. Oh. I can't even keep care of oh, no. a plant. My lily, is this a lily? Was this I don't know. Kid? Flowers fell off. I don't know if it's dead. Just water it. Yeah. It'll come back. And my little tree back there. Yeah, he's not looking good. Life. Yeah, he's unhealthy. It's unfortunate. That sucks. I feel sad about it. Like I let them down. Yeah, it definitely looks like it. Yeah. You should uh, invest in some succulents. Yeah, I had one back home. Very low was, maintenance. Uh, I bought it because the pot was shaped like a comfy armchair. Mm. Yeah, and it made me feel good knowing my plant looked cozy. Yeah. yeah. Back on this condom thing. Yeah, okay. There has to be a better way. There's birth control and then no condom. Have a girlfriend. Be sure to get tested, both of you. Mm. Yeah, not foolproof, though. No, not, but neither not, are condoms. I'm sorry. I don't mean not foolproof. I mean, it's not. It's a lot more uh, barrier to entry. Kind of you slip on your jaw and you a little gangle. You want, like, mm. you want to be able to have casual sex? This is what I was thinking. Okay. Spray on condom. Right. And I'm thinking you just spray the tip of your weenie. Just the tip? Yeah. <laughs> and the rest is fine. You're good to go. Just the tip. Because, like... Where's most? Of the, where does most of the pleasure come from? Does it come from the tip? I don't think so. Yeah, but it's protecting against STDs. That's what the condoms are. And you, you Just don't think you, you don't think you can get STDs on like the shaft? Hmm. Yes, I think it's possible. But then, by that logic, how much does a condom do? And the birth control would do nothing. What about the testicles? Can you get... Oh, that's what I'm thinking. It's like... Like, I can't wear a condom on my balls. No. And also just around that area. Like, yeah. sometimes the condom rides up the... I don't understand The that. first inch or two of your weenie's exposed. I gotta ask my friend who teaches sex ed. He would be a great guy to have on the pod. I should get him down here. This is something I'm very interested in. Yeah. Because uh, he could answer all these kinds of questions. He's actually also excellent at putting a banana, a condom on a banana with his mouth. With his mouth? He does this. Interesting hilarious. Are big banana, small banana? Um, 
I didn't, I've never seen him do it. Okay. But, uh, he did it in front of a in lot Edmonton. Of He's in Edmonton. Yeah, we okay. were born on the same day. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we've been friends. same hospital. I don't know. <laughs> I actually was born at home. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I was. Yeah, my mom had a midwife in like a bathtub or something. Yeah, legit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Have did your parents still live in that house? Yeah. Whoa. And my sister was born there too. That's crazy. Yeah, my mom had a midwife for both. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I find that weird, but I really shouldn't, cause like, <laughs> it is weird to be born in a hospital. Might kind be, of right. Just a bunch of strangers around. Yeah. You're in some bed you've never been in before. Yep. Pop it out. All right. See you later. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, there's no commuting if no. you were born at home. I think it like just bring in the other room. I also think someone who's gone through a birth of a human away from a hospital would feel a lot more calm seeing someone else go through it. Like if this were the apocalypse, mm. you had to have a baby. It would be nice to have someone who's had a home birth or a yeah. midwife there. You know, like these people are important. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, like my mom too. Like she'd be like, yeah, this like these. This pop it out. Probably, yeah. I bet my mom would I know think, a thing or two about this. I think the fear is just if anything goes out. wrong. Yeah, but it's highly unlikely if you know if you're preparing. I think. Yeah. Like, and your midwife is helping you through the entire. Yeah, program. midwife's probably thing. pretty good. Yeah, she's there start to finish. Hmm. Yeah. How long did it take for you to get born? Yeah, I was there, but like I wasn't keeping track of the time. <laughs> I was a five-hour cook. Wow, you know this for a fact. Yeah, I was born really? like five thirty a.m. I believe. Yes, multiple times. Really? It's quite interesting. You want to know? Yeah. About the birth. Yeah. In fact, I learned a little too much because uh, we were camping in the winter around a campfire and then all the moms in our group including my mother got very inebriated and they just went into gritty bitter detail about all their birth stories and there was like i don't know like 12 kids between us so like a lot of stories to be heard wow how old were you Mm. maybe like 13 13 maybe that's a lot of birth stories with that age. yeah quite a bit yeah Clearly, it shaped you into the man you are today. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable with birth. It's not <laughs> true. I've never seen someone be birthed. You've never seen a birth? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a birth. Wait, I saw my sister's birth, part of it. I was How only old were in the room for three. Okay. Yeah. There's a video of my brothers being bur- born. Birthed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I ever want to see those videos. I think my mom has videos, too. I. Uh, they really should have warned us, but in called it health and career education in grade 10 mm. they showed us a video of like a lady giving birth but it it was like a very very intimate shot like the in, the frame was just a vagina with a baby coming out mm-hmm. and it was like in the middle of some sort of like educational documentary and it just hard cut to it like no warning whatsoever and i was like you really should have warned us because i was not prepared to see a head fucking come out of that that's crazy that is, uh, yeah, that's a scary thing girls will have to go through. Mm-hmm. It's extremely scary. I think that's where all the, like, oh, it's beautiful comes from. It's like people don't want to admit how terrifying it is that mm. there's this alien inside <laughs> you that will eventually burrow out via your fucking puss. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy. Oh, it's scary, yeah. And, like, your bones shift, and it screams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a fun way to describe it. It's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, then it's born and it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. How blah, there's blah, blah. no, like, Instagram videos of these, like, these girls in their 20s getting, like, is that, like, I've never really looked up these sorts of things, but there's always a picture of the baby at the end. There's a picture of, like, her holding it. I mean, like, it's I'll see same. my friend's post, but no one ever posts a picture of it happening. Well, here's the thing. It's the same thing as when girls will go to like the Philippines and or Fiji okay. and show you these beautiful um, pictures of them walking down like a a sandy beach with crystal blue water. But if you move the frame like 30 degrees to the left, it's just a pile of garbage and a carcass of a dead dog, which is there. Did you have to throw in the dog part. No, but I know it's there. But that's the thing is like, 
on Instagram, you try to make things look dope. Yeah. I found some of the cutest street puppies when I was in Vietnam. Street puppies, I, Yeah. One in particular. I can't. I wish I could have taken it home. Mm-hmm. It was. If I, like, it's hard to leave it, you know? There were a lot of street cats in uh, Thailand. And there was one. It was just walking along the table as we were eating. I'm like, this is the cutest shit I've ever seen. And then I saw a little flea just pop off its head. Ugh. Fucking yeeted that thing. Like, honestly, if I, like, you know how Steve-O, uh, do you know Steve-O found a dog in Peru? I did not know that. Okay, so he went to Peru to find a street dog and took it and got it home. Was it a dog with, like, a backwards hat and a gold chain? No. Okay. <laughs> what is it, like a kangaroo jack dog? Yes. Um, no, but he call it's this dog he calls Wendy, and it's this, yeah, he just found this, like, really sweet street puppy in Peru, and I think that's the thing to do if i was like rich like that i would totally go to a foreign country and find one of the street puppies and just be like you just won the fucking lottery (laughs) (laughs) my uh my aunt did that where they were fostering a dog there's like this organization that just buys dogs from slaughterhouses in china Mm -hmm. and it's like surprise you're not actually getting slaughtered we're just gonna raise you like a happy dog Mm -hmm. and uh yeah they were fostering and they're like fuck it we'll keep it and then I got hit by a car, and now it's dead. Hmm. That's sad. Yeah. It That's actually is weird. Because there was another dog as well, and they both got hit by a car, which is oh. crazy at the same time. Yeah, man, it doesn't make any sense. I try to instill in my dog so early on not to go on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, if I've, I've been able to do this with my past two dogs, where I can, like, they do not, cr- like, it's like a border for them. They have to just create this border, yeah. They know they'll like run right up to the curb and then just stay there. Yeah, it's cool. There's something very cool about a well-trained dog. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Yeah, definitely. It's like my dog was a piece of shit when it came to that stuff. Must feel horrible to like have your kid turn out to be a drug addict, or just oh, yeah. or someone like malicious, where like it, that's you scary. Feel like it's you're responsible. That's what I think about with, like, serial killer parents. Because, like, most of the time serial killer parents are legitimate bad people. And they're the reason that they're a serial killer. Then other times, just, like, a nice, happy couple. And they're like, my son did what? Yeah. And then, you know, what do you think? Is that my fault? It's tough to say, man. But it's it's sad, I think. It would be tough for me to take, I think. Mm -hmm. The scary thing about parenthood is you can do everything right. And it still could just not matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh! I was gonna mention I haven't heard the screaming guy in forever. Oh, really? I called a uh, non-emergency and had a conversation with him. Did I tell you that? No. Mm. Yeah, these two guys showed up. Oh, you actually did. I did tell you about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they ever did anything. I never heard back. Hmm. But wouldn't that be hilarious if all they needed was? someone to knock on the door and be like hey sorry can you not scream he's <laughs> like oh my bad guys i'll keep it <laughs> oh, my bad <laughs> yeah yeah but i haven't heard him in a long time maybe he's dead who knows could be just wait till the sp- smell wafts over and then we'll yeah. know also not home a lot anymore but yeah yeah okay adam keeps saying adam has told me he wants the he was gonna paint with me can we, we should we should all paint together one day i have some equipment okay I might be down. Yeah. I'm uh, sometimes doing art makes me sad because I don't do it a lot. Oh. And especially with like drawing and painting and stuff, mm-hmm. and I always have like these great ideas in my head, and cool. then just transferring them to paper never works out the way I wanted to. And I just I'm like, oh, I'm the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm bad. <laughs> and then it, a good thing to do after that would be well practice and you'll get better. But then right. I don't. And I just leave it for a year. You could say this bad, um, at drawing is just your style. I definitely go for like a shittier style now. I kind of lean into it. Mm. Lean into a shittier yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> like your yacht club thing. The way yacht club is written, it's like a five year old drew that. Yeah. Yeah. Like into and it. that's on a t shirt and you bought it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got like a bit of a style to it though. Right. Yeah. It's just bad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it's like endearingly bad. Yeah. Like it's, but it's like the font. Like you can just, exactly. Like you can just make it, you know? You know, actually, I haven't done it in a while, but what I was really good at for a while is writing on t shirts. Mm-hmm. Like the, my ability to write letters mm-hmm. on fabric, second to none. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With like a Sharpie? Yeah. 
What about casts? How you, did everyone want you to sign their cast? Because they're like, cast wasn't, good I wasn't as good as that. Really? No, I think it's because it was my own shit and I would take a long time. Ah, no one has that kind of patience. Mm-mm. Art takes time. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like art. Art's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm proud of Adam and David for finding their um, niche yes. in terms of creativity. I think I uh, struggle with art because I very much want to create it, but I um, I don't know. There's just like some block where like I, I refuse to almost. Like I can't do it. Just takes patience. Yeah. I don't really have the patience either. You just really have to love it enough to do it every day. Mm-hmm. And be self-motivated even though you're not getting paid. Kind of like what we're doing right now. It's true. This is just fun for us. This is quite fun. Right. I do so enjoy this. We just this do almost it. does it. It feels like no effort, though. You right. Know what I mean? But I bet that's how Adam feels about drawing. Probably. Yeah. Probably right. Yeah. I think we don't have to do this. Hmm. Wait, we don't have to do this? No. No one's no, putting a gun to your head. Yeah. Um, we should eat. I gotta, I gotta go to the grocery store. Okay. Get some food. Um, are you hungry? I am. Yeah. I feel like we maybe even should have eaten before. Yeah. I was going to suggest, but then we were already in it. We and just I was like, started. That's whatever. Yeah. But this is cool. Yeah. Um, we'll make your soup thing in the poor packaging. And oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got pasta, but I should Throw just go it right and get down it. a turtle's throat. Yeah. I, uh, let's just, I just should run out and get some chicken and then we'll have some protein with it too. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Godspeed to you, Jonah. We'll just go do this shit. Goodbye now. not cut this off in the middle of a Oh, sentence. that's the, uh, it's the wrong one. You have to press the square. Ready? Okay, no.